to TNR UK Impacted episode 104 coming to you live via the Total Nonstop Impact Network on YouTube and of course Twitch. I am your host Bison and today I'm joined by the one and only Simply Steve and coming to us live from the void, the Joker. All right boys? Very good, thank you. How are you? Seems to yeah, I'm, I'm now good, that man. introduction fine. <laughs> you love that, you love that, yeah? Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I I've started to perfect these intros. Did you see the one I did for uh for uh, Jessica on the interview? Yes, I did. It was yes. sick. I, I practiced the shit out of them. I want to get them right. But um it's it's a bit like I did the interview with Rohit Raju ages ago and he said to me, he said uh he he literally walks around the house looking in mirrors doing promos all day long. Um so maybe Because I'm sick <laughs> Sick Exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, so maybe I do stuff like that. You'll have to leave that to your imagination. Uh, anyway, guys, it's, uh, it's great to see you. Have you had a good week? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, been, yeah, been pretty busy, but you know. It's been hectic. <laughs> always hectic. Always hectic. You've got dogs to walk, Joe. Yeah. That's always hectic, walking dogs. Yeah. I know what yeah. you're talking about. I, I, walking my dog is a, is a trauma. Sometimes absolute trauma. Um, especially he doesn't like other dogs. He really doesn't like other dogs. I don't get it. Like especially the biggest ones. Just like mm. he has to go for the big dogs. Um, and I, I just don't get it. I'm literally like see a dog come the other way, and I'm like, oh god, don't god. do it, don't do it, <laughs> don't do it. And off he goes. Oh my god, no! Uh, it always has to be the one that could literally just swallow him whole. <laughs> Uh, but there you go. Uh, that's dogs for you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, let's just say hello to a few people we've got in the chat already. It looks like Courtney's with us from the start this week, which is fantastic to see. I did see Anna in there as well, which is absolutely lovely. Um, I don't know if we've got anyone else, but if once you when you arrive, guys, make sure that you say hello. Um, because we love to know that you're there and uh, of course get involved uh just remember the show is you know basically about all of you too um you know you getting involved you giving us what your what your thoughts are you know sometimes some of the things that you guys say trigger us uh into thinking something else and then we start talking about something else and you know everyone has an opinion and nobody is necessarily wrong uh your opinion doesn't matter (laughs) <laughs> I like that one. That's, that's a cool one. Uh, there you go. Wait, wait hey. for the perfect moments to use that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, nice to see Barry as well in the chat. Bonus babies just arrived. Nice to see you guys. Um, it's it really is good to see, and and like I say, you know, someone and it looks like Barry's in the Twitch as well as on the Twitch chat. It's nice to see you join on Twitch. Yeah, um, yeah, on Twitch. Yep, yeah, as well as YouTube. So appreciate that. That's really cool. But guys. 
Let's get into the news and rumours, because I'll tell you what, I cannot wait to get into this this review of Bone for Glory, because it was one hell of a show, and I can't wait to get, get into the bones of this one. Uh, but let's get snap bang into the middle of the news rumours, and of course, I would say impact recap, but I'm not really going to do a recap this week. Uh, mm-hmm. But the sad news coming out of, obviously, the set of TV tapings the day after Bone for Glory is that the Kingdom, Vincent... Um, Mia Yim are no longer part of the Impact roster. You know, it's not really a spoiler. It's out all over the place. Everyone's mm. got an opinion on it. Um, it is sad news, but it's not something we're not used to as, as being an Impact fan. People come in, they do, they do, you know, they have a run, they go, new people come in. Um, so actually, as much as I'm sad to see these guys go, because I'm a massive fan, of Vincent, I was hoping that he would bring in the Righteous and we'd we'd get like a bit of a run of the Righteous, which I thought would have been really cool. Um, but uh, it is sad to see, um, and, it, and I guess it does mean that there's the demise of Honor No More coming very, very soon. Um, but it's just, you know, it's just one of those things, you know. Um, I mean, that said, there are a few rumors um afoot that we could see some new talents arriving at the next set of vegas tapings i can't reveal who but i've heard that there is a possibility of a few new people turning up in vegas so you know this is sick this is sick this whole place is going to hell in a handbasket so yes it's a bit of bad news that these guys are going but you know let's look forward to, to the future and who knows who knows you know, Impact may send out another offer and we, we may see them arrive back at the next set of tapings. You just never know. We've got a few weeks yet, you know, so you just don't know, do you? No. Um, you know, I mean, what are your thoughts on all of all, all the goings on uh, with regards to this, Steve? I know that you have a few things to say on this. Yeah, well, like you said, it's a real disappointment. Um, you've got five great talents there. That is a big loss to the roster. Um, but as you said as well, it's something we're used to, and especially in um, OGK or the Kingdom's case, On and No More were plastered all over the show, so they put a big focus on them, and it does feel like a big hole has now been left. You know, with Mia Yim, she kind of was one of those where you want her there, but if she's gone, someone can go in and take her place, whereas On and No More were the focus of Impact Wrestling for a good six months and you think why put all that focus on them if you don't know if they're going to be there after bound for glory that's the question to impact here's the thing here and i'm gonna gonna say this as well mia leaving is is was weird for me um yes the way that she's been been so positive over over impact you know since she's been there and she's still not being negative nobody none of them are being negative about it in fact none of them have even addressed the rumors none of them have even addressed yeah. the rumors that they're gone you know not even you know because sometimes you get people just you know thank you to the impact management and all that kind of crap none of them have done that so um you know maybe the rumors coming out are wrong uh however like you said they have been seen uh, i know that vincent for instance have been seen backstage at brawl this past monday and, and uh, uh, you know a few different things like that so who knows we're just gonna have to Wait, we're just gonna have to wait it out, wait and see. Um, mm. you know, maybe they're just playing the playing a bit hardball, they're trying to, you know, renegotiate, get a bit more money. I don't know. But what I do know is I don't think impact f- 
thought that this was going to happen. I think that they thought these guys were going to sign this weekend. I'll tell you why. Because when you watch the Hard to Kill promo... They're in it. They're in it. Yes. So that tells me that they were they were they were under the impression that those guys were going to be staying mm. that's just yeah. that's just my thought you can uh, you can never I think assume, they might have been blindsided you can never assume can you one thing yep. that is very interesting though is the two names that have not been linked with within honor no more are obviously PCO and Kenny King well, yep. i mean we know Eddie Edwards ain't going nowhere but you know Kenny King and PCO are obviously you know, nothing's come out about them. So obviously they're hanging around. Well, nothing's been mentioned at all, as, as we're aware at the moment. With regards to PCO, it came out, what, about a year ago that he'd signed a multi-year deal. Mm. Um, so I think we can safely say that PCO is probably around for at least another year. Um, with regards to Kenny King, maybe he signed. I, mm. I, I, I don't know, but nothing's come out. I, I hope he has, because Kenny's great. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it, you know what's really interesting? I, I didn't think about this until the other day. Somebody put a post on the socials about, um, uh, like, VXT, um, I think it was, teaming with Matt Cardona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would you put against them? Ooh. And, you know, like, straight away I thought, oh, my God, fire and flavor with Kenny King. Yeah. If, if or Savannah Evans and, and Tasha Steeles in this case and Kenny King, but what I mean, but they, if, they if, would if, be yeah. awesome. Yeah, if Kira Hogan was still there and she could go with Tasha Steeles, that would be amazing as well. But uh, that, I mean, that would be awesome, mate. I, you know, I think it was talking about match, yeah. It was he was talking about sort of kind of like past and present. So some people yeah. like beautiful people, you know, and, and Billy Gunn, Mister Ass, and all that, loads of stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what, fire and flavor, as in you know, Kira and Tasha and yeah. Kenny King. Oh my God. Can you imagine the promos? I can imagine the running commentary from all three of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine it? Yeah. It would just be insane. They'd be an amazing trio. They really, really would. Um, but like, I can turn it on anytime, Pat. Come on, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, you know, here I am keeping the I am keeping the faith, my brother, because this is not the first time that we've seen you know three or four talents go out the door, and then we see three or four great talents come back in. Yeah. So you know, let's 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 just see where it goes. Um, mm. And also, like I said, nothing has actually been confirmed. They've not turned up anywhere. They've not said anything on social media you know, or anything like that. They're, they're no. still keeping it quiet. Uh, so my, for me... My, init- my initial thought was they'll be back at Hard to Kill, but we'll see. <laughs> well, let's wait and see on that one. Yeah. I, think I, I know there's um, a lot of um, the biggest speculation for um, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven is um, WWE's after Matt Taven, but New Japan Pro Wrestling is also after both of them as well. So there's mm. a good chance that they'll, they'll be going back to New Japan Pro Wrestling, which would be brilliant then because then they can work cross-promotion. And just reading something that Courtney said about the Good Brothers going to WWE, um, Carl Anderson is still the um, never-openweight champion in New Japan Pro Wrestling, so this could just be like a one-off appearance for them, or they, they might be signed in on a much more yeah. looser contract. So I, I have a funny would, feeling that they've signed. I don't they, think WWE yeah. would bring them in without signing them. No. They just, they, they just they they don't need to do soon. that. 
Yeah, so do I. I think I think there's there's something in place where it's like, well, you know, yeah, I'll sign, but I have to drop the belt properly first. Yeah. Um, so I'll come in, but you have to allow me to at least drop the belt. Um, and I, I think I think that's what will happen. So we go in November, you know, we'll face Hikaleo, whoever it is he's facing, he'll drop, um, and yeah. then you know, and then that'll be it. So we'll see. Um, but like I said, we've seen rumors, like like oh, yeah. uh, Anna's just saying, we've seen rumors and all that kind of rubbish. We've seen it all wrong in the past. Um, you know, let's just people, wait. People see. thought Eddie Edwards was going to be gone by the by the um, mid year, and yeah, he, I remember. He, he, yeah. he signed his contract and rubbed it in everyone's faces the, for the last eight months. Well, same <laughs> with Josh Alexander. You know, or yeah. Josh Andre, you don't know he hasn't. Yeah. Anyway, and let's let's worry about uh, let's worry about these sort of things when it comes to it. You know, mm. once once you get official releases, then we'll 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 go take it from there and move on. Uh, but if they have gone, like I said, we always get new talent coming in. And you know, one of the things I do actually quite like about Impact is that we do get this refreshing every now and again. Um, you know, it does make it sometimes a bit difficult and a bit hard to invest. Um, which is something I think they need to really address. They need to they need to be in a position now where they start to sign a few to proper long term deals. I don't, you know, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, especially people I mean, like the, like the Kingdom and stuff. These guys should have been signed properly, I think. Yeah. Um, and yes. if and if they're not, uh, at least I hope they're trying right now. Um, so fingers crossed for that. But you just mentioned hard to kill, Steve. Maybe they'll come back at hard to kill tickets. Go on sale for Hard to Kill on Friday, uh, which is Hard to Kill on Friday the 13th. That's what it's going to be called, of course, of, in January 2023. Now, they go on sale this Friday. It's going to be at the, let me get this right. I think is it Center Stage Atlanta, I believe. So, yeah, wow. decent wow. venue. Decent That'd venue. Should, should be a good crowd. Um, and I think it's going to be good. Now, I was disappointed that Sue Young didn't return at Bang for Glory. However, soon as I saw Hard to Kill was going to be Friday the 13th uh, in January, straight away I'm like, oh, okay. And then there's like a coffin in the, in the, you know, the new logo. And it's clearly going to be like a horror theme type thing going on. Um, is this the return of Sue Young in January 2023, Friday the 13th at Hard to Kill? I think it's perfect. I think, I think it's set up perfectly. Absolutely yeah. perfectly. What it do you makes, think? It makes so much sense, doesn't it? You know, and it's going to be very interesting to watch all the knockouts leading up to Hard to Kill. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Joe? I I, I think it, it's, it's most likely. I was I was disappointed that we didn't see Sue Young at Bound for Glory, but she's even um, this, this weekend um, gone, had a couple of wrestling matches elsewhere. So she's still building herself up on the independent circuit now after, you know, she's still just coming off her, um, yeah. coming almost a year now since she's had a baby. So she's getting ready to get back in the ring and no better place to do it than at the start of next year. It just makes makes more sense from a Bucky perspective as well to bring yeah. her back in at Hard to Kill, which is like we've seen Rosemary come back in January a couple of years ago when she injured her leg. Uh, it, when you come back in January, you come back with, to make a huge, huge statement. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Great point there from Sting. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. That? It makes yeah. sense considering Havoc tried to kill her. <coughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it makes mm. perfect sense. I mean, you know, have, 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 have like, goals. 
Je- Jessica no, is the parallel to, to Susie. Like I, I said, when we when we first saw, Je- when we first saw Jessica, so yeah. it makes sense eventually that, that this is where it's probably going to end. But I think Rosemary might still have <laughs> doubts about Jessica's stability, regardless of this win. You know, yeah, yeah. She, she was speaking to James Mitchell, and you know, you, you ask the sinister minister for a favor, he's going to deliver whether you want him to or not. And he's <laughs> so I think this is where we see Sue Young. And here's Sammy. How are you doing? You never know. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that yeah, sounds perfect to me, bonus baby. Yeah. I'm done with that. That, sound, that sounds like a hell of a match. <laughs> if, if that we'll would get, be amazing. Yeah. That'd be a one-off getting all these. Cele- then it gets, it gets, again, like WWE getting all celebrities in to have a match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> celebrity death match. Do you remember that show? Celebrity death match. Show, Do you remember yeah. that? Oh, I mate. That. I loved it. Stone Cold Steve Austin on on uh, on on commentary and stuff. Oh, it was well good. Definitely, um, is brilliant. Yeah, so we used to have like you know like um, I don't know Mother Teresa versus uh, you know um, oh, what's his name uh, Gandhi. You know that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely they, brilliant. Loved it. They did a great um, one with Britney Spears in. I, I forgot which one she she took, and well, that was fucking hilarious as well. Really yeah. taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> Some some amazing stuff, uh, but yeah, there you go. Um, and that's an interesting one, bonkers. I, I think I'd like to see that also. Uh, I, I got to say, I mean, I've got four or five knockouts. I would love to see a rival Impact Wrestling over over you know twenty twenty three. Um, like I say, some quite a few UK talents as well uh, yeah. would be great. I think we've seen we've seen a few sort of kind of like you know people start to sort of kind of dip their toes. We've had hired on, haven't we? Recently, um, yeah. another one I'd like to see is Billy Starks. I think she'd be absolutely she'd be fantastic amazing. on mm. on Impact. Uh, so there's there's loads of real real good talents out there that, that we'd like to see turn up on the knockouts. And again, you know, although Mia's fantastic, there's still some great talents out there that would be amazing in in her mm. place so um you know it's, it's not the end of the world and hey if you love her go and watch her yeah, on a, wherever she goes you know i always say that you know if you don't not watch them just because they're not on this show you know i'll find it difficult but if i see a Mia Yim match pop up online i'll watch it because she's great oh, yeah so i got a lot of time for her i don't care where it is uh but there you go now we've had huge praise coming out of bang for glory uh on social media pretty much since it um What's that? I don't yeah. think Billy Starks is legally eligible. What does that mean? Is it is like, one of those uh, Mike Bailey situations again? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. That's my mm, instinct. I wouldn't have thought so because she's no, because no, she wrestles for Wrestling Revolver. No, is she too know. young? Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe she's still a little bit too young, but uh, either way, I, th- I think she's a fantastic talent, and I'd really like to see her. And of course, um, it would be good to see um, Ali catch back. Um, you know, even even uh, Maxi Impaler again. Uh, I, I think there's um, you know there, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of great female talent out there. Oh, there you go. Billy Starks is 17. So, okay, so she still classes a minor. I didn't realise she was that young. That's amazing. Um, okay. I didn't think she was that young. I thought she was 19, 20. Christ, she's still in high school. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's impressive. That's, that's unbelievable because she is amazing. Um, wow, imagine what she's going to be like later on. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as time passes by, uh, they need yeah. to they need to make sure they've got an option on her. Keep an eye on that. Soon as she, uh, soon as she's, uh, you know, le- uh, eligible to to 
join the knockout if they need to get in on that one because, uh, yeah, she's pretty amazing. Um, but, yeah, like I said, loads of huge praise coming out of Bang for Glory on social media uh, from loads and loads of places, uh, you know, fans of the product, people that, you know, you wouldn't traditionally think we're watching the watching have, have been making comments um and again you know it was a great show which we will go on to talk about any minute now but it's good to see uh bfg on friday night you know was trending at number eight in america which is it got, know, it got to number seven i i believe it did yeah yeah uh, it, it got to I number think, seven i think they mentioned on bfg uh, it got to eight but yeah, yeah i believe yes. it did get to seven for a little bit as well so especially for a Friday when you're competing against SmackDown and, and, and Rampage and all the rest of it. I think, I think mm. it's a, that, that was pretty cool. That showed that a lot of people were watching it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great show. Really was a great show. Um, we then got um, Bully Ray, Rhino, Taylor Wilde. Um, as far as we're aware, or as far as we, we are under the impression, they are actually set to now be regulars moving forward. So they weren't just one-off appearances, certainly from Taylor and Bully. Um, great to see Rhino back. I mean, Rhino was a regular previously, and actually, I don't know whether you guys agree, but I thought Rhino was looking in really good shape. Like Rhino's he, looking fantastic, and like it, he'd been he'd been yeah. hitting the he'd been hitting the weights, mate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was really cool to see. So it's good to see those guys are back, and um, especially Taylor Wilde. I mean, I'm a, as we all know, I'm a massive Taylor Wilde fan. Um, Always been a fan, you know. Always been been a fan of Taylor ever since the TNA days. So yeah, really, yeah, re- really glad to see her back. Uh, I know Bully Ray's a little bit of a controversial one, uh, but I've got my thoughts on that as well, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah, later. I, I, um, I was. I, was, yeah, I think, I, I think, was the I think it's surprise. great to see those guys back. The biggest surprise yeah. to me was seeing definitely Bully Ray. that was huge, and Matt Cardona. Never expected it. I didn't expect to see it's, Matt Cardona back as well. That that shook me as well. I saw Matt Cardona. Well, what's interesting that... is, is when you think about it, you had um, Dirty Dango, uh, yeah. you had um, you had those three, uh, and Joe we had Hendry. Matt Cardona. You know, Joe Hendry debuted, but we knew he was coming, so that wasn't yeah. really a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, yeah, I mean, Bully was looking buff as well. To be fair, I mean, he wasn't looking quite as as uh, in shape as he as he did when he was when he was you know two time. Uh, TNA World Champ, but uh, he was definitely looking, looking, looking pretty good, in good shape. Um, but so it's good to see they're looking to to have these guys regulars moving forward. Um, again, I think you know he's great on the mic. He's one of the best heels in the business. Um, so expect some great promos over the yeah. coming weeks and months. Um, I think we, I think we're going to have some fun. But I do think that he's there to help put people over. But we'll, we'll talk about that in a second because there's a lot of people getting on their old soapboxes um, and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to give them some beef alone. So I also want to say a huge congratulations to friend of the show, Sam Beal and his partner um, for the, uh, the, well, for them being pregnant. Um, so we've got a, we've got a baby Beal on the way. Oh baby. Oh baby. So uh, congratulations to Sam and his, and his partner. That's fantastic news. Um, we're so pleased for you guys and uh, cannot wait 
cannot wait to meet Baby Beal. So uh, Sam, sure. the news broke when we were live last week, so I couldn't, yes. I couldn't get drop drop a shout at you during the during the no, middle of the, the show. But I did promise you, I dropped one up this week for you. So if you're watching, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, exactly. Man. So we also, I wanted to say this as well to end on 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 what I think is a is a good note on the news and stuff. Incredible crowd in Albany for BFG um, and looks likely we will see a big crowd in Vegas tapings also if current ticket sales continue uh, plus walk-ups on the day pretty sure we'll see 900 plus in attendance like previous appearances at Samstown it's been a good venue for, for attendance so I'm looking forward to this one uh, mm. we did notice a change of hard cam position at Bound for Glory and, and you know to be fair, somewhere like Samstown, that's a prime position to continue with that 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 kind of um, uh, hard cam positioning. So you get to see all the crowd and stuff in the background. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think I think I think the next set of tapings at Samstown yeah. is going to be pretty pretty badass. And again, like I said, the crowd at uh, at the Albany Centre sounded amazing. And the Albany, oh, yeah, at, oh, at the Armory, they just sounded yeah. incredible. Amazing! In, it was Impact insane. worked out how to mic the crowd. That was that was probably what it was. Yeah, even... well, they've either worked out how to mic them, or it was just because it was a it was a, a raucous big crowd. Yeah, so you got you've got more of a you know you get more of that all round kind of yeah. raw sound. Don't you, you? you? You watch some of the fa- the fan videos on on Twitter. The audience is deafening. You know, they I watched the the, um, the Joe Hendry's entrance, and everyone's actually um, cheering along and singing along to Joe Hendry's theme. The, it, the the cheers it was amazing and i still saw that the pop when um bully ray came out everyone just went absolutely bananas. yeah it just <laughs> yeah it was good it was good soon as that went soon as that noise came out the crowd were, were like oh hang on even and then even matthew rainbow was like oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah exactly no it was cool it was, it was it was a very cool moment and like i said <laughs> When uh, when everyone was like, "Oh, it's Bully Ray," um, you know, you only got to listen to the pop to know oh, yeah. that that was that was the right move. It was a good move uh, for them to bring Bully Ray in. To be fair, last year, <laughs> last year I was saying bring Bully Ray in because he's an amazing heel um, yeah. and uh, amazing on the mic. He's a good performer. He certainly knows how to sell. Um, as he always says, no, people today don't know how to sell. Do you remember that? That's his comments that he yeah. makes all the time. So uh, he's, he's here to prove how good he is. So, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. And hey, maybe we'll finally get to see Bully Ray versus EC3. You never know. You never know. Because uh, there was a big there was a big thing with those those guys that were uh, that was, they had been going on for a little while. But you never know. <laughs> Who knows? They, they may see it. E C three. You never know. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Although he's not going to. I think I think I think he's moved on from that one. But yeah, it was a great theme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's get into this Bane for Glory review. We've done well there. We managed to get through that. It's only twenty-seven minutes. We're doing well, boys. We're doing well. So. We don't go off the rails. We're not. We're not like going off. We don't go off the rails that much. We're pretty good. Um, I didn't know we had rails. No, I thought we. (laughs) I know I don't. Anyway, fair enough. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so bang for glory review. Here we go. 
But so we'll start with a countdown to BFG. Of course, this starts off with the Brian Myers Digital Media Championship title open challenge. Obviously, Myers comes out to the ring. He stood there waiting, and the Dirty Dango music hits, and out comes Dirty Dango, first surprise of the night. Uh, there, there have been rumors that he was coming into the company, um, and I have to be honest, they were a couple of months ago, and I have to be honest, when we were talking about potential opponents for this, I completely forgot about Dirty Dango. Completely forgot. Um, and I know, Steve, you were like, who's Dirty Dango? I don't know. Um, but uh, he basically is Fandango from WWE. Yeah. I, I, um, I knew the name Fandango, but I just didn't make the connection yeah. that that was his new name. <laughs> well, he sort what he's done is he's sort of kind of gone a bit sort of eighteen. I think uh, is is what he's gone. Like Fandango yeah. was more uh, light-hearted. His, his new Dirty Dango version is sort of a bit bit more raunchy. I think is uh, is the word that we're looking for. As a lot of uh, mm. lots of uh, thrusting and stuff, uh, but. Um, but I have to say, I thought this was a great match to kick off the countdown. Uh, I think Dango had a huge pop, um, and I thought the quality of the match that followed um, was fantastic with uh, Brian Myers. I mean, it was, what, 10, 12 minutes long? Um, but Brian Myers, again, retains the DMC title. Is Dango staying? I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. I've heard that he is, but um, for how long? I don't know. We just have to we just have to wait and see, I guess. You guys enjoy this one? Yeah, I did. I loved it. I, I wasn't. I was. I was surprised to see him in, and I. I was like, oh god, it's the, it's the guy who uh, took Chris Jericho on at WrestleMania and really fucked up his night. That that but that went overhead straight away as soon as the match started. Um, Brian Myers and um, Dirty Dango put on a hell of a match, and I, I honestly expected Brian Myers to lose. I really didn't think he was going to win. But then that was also because I had people have had rumors of Brian Myers possibly leaving as well, going overhead. So that put doubt in my mind when I watched this on Sunday. Um, I think it was Sunday I watched Bound for Glory. So at least two yeah. or three days. But even then, I didn't know who Brian Myers' opponent was until I watched it on Sunday. So to see it, Dirty Dango was a huge surprise. And then thinking to myself, no, I don't think Brian Myers is going to lose now. And it, it was just, it was a really good match, really nice back and forth. And we got to see that. Um, Dirty Dango's in his forties and he, he's resting, resting like he's te- like just as good as he was able to back in the uh, back up north. He, yeah, you know he, he's he's one of these guys that proves that age is just age is just a number, and then um, that's it. He's, he's bloody incredible. He's a he's a great wrestler, and like I said, I mean he he's you know he's gone to the blonde hair. He's he's covered mm. in covered in tats now. Um, so there are, you know, he looks a little bit different, um, but he's still got that sort of kind of, uh, still got that swagger about him. Um, and I think he was, he was good. He was athletic. And like I say, he is, he's getting on a little bit in years now, but I don't think he showed that in the ring. I thought he looked fantastic and I hope he is sticking around for a little while. Um, I think it'd be pretty cool. There was that guy in, in the crowd wearing the, uh, Dango robe and, and blonde hair and stuff that was, uh, which was funny. Um, but you know, he's got a bit of a following. So again, yeah. you know, you're bringing in people that's got a bit of a following, which is great. Looking um, at the chat, he's doing a lot of work in, in NWA, or he was in NWA as well. So he's been around for, um, a, a lot, yes, a lot of places. He's been, he's been around a little bit. Really home his craft. And like Anna said, he doesn't look like he's in his forties. No, uh, he certainly didn't move like he's in his forties. Let's put it that way. I thought I think yeah. he looked. I thought he looked great. Yeah. Uh, did you did you enjoy this uh, debut of uh, Dirty Dango, Steve? Yeah, like like you said, it was a real surprise, and it, like I put I put this on Twitter. Um, this was how kind of 
um, un- unrecognisable, I found him. I thought it was Aiden Prince coming out with a new gimmick. <laughs> I, I, was, oh, I, was right. just, I just saw the blonde hair and the, the, and the, the kind of denim jacket. I was like, oh, we got Aiden Prince coming out. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I, I, I was very intrigued to see it. Um, I think as soon as he came out, you felt like you knew the winner. But yeah, they obviously the history between these two, they had a good connection in the ring. And I'd be happy to see um, Dirty Dango stick around. Obviously, like you say, he's got a good following. So going into that DMC pick, title picture would be a good way to introduce him. I think so. I think that's a perfect way to bring him in. Um, he has got a good following. He's, he's got a good, strong following. So again, he's got the check mark, which, you, which is what you need if you're going to go mm. for the DMC. Um, so yeah, I thought I thought he was a great opponent, a nice little surprise, um, and, and I enjoyed it. Now, of course, you know, Myers retains, uh, and then uh, we get introduced to, of course, the Hall of Fame induction um, of Raven. We get Tommy Dreamer and Ducks. We talked about this last week. We thought it was going to be Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> Made perfect sense. His ultimate uh, opponent. Uh, his ultimate uh, face, obviously, to Raven's heel um, over the years. I thought it was good. Um, of course, you know, worldwide, you know, hardcore icon, superstar Raven. Uh, Tommy Dreamer, obviously. Please allow me to express a heartfelt congratulations. It was a heartfelt congratulations. Tommy was uh, was was very was very uh, complimentary. You could tell that it meant a lot to him that, that this was going on. Uh, but now, obviously, uh, Raven now joins Sting, Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett, Earl Hebner, Gail Kim, Abyss, uh, Ken Shamrock, Awesome Kong, and of course Team 3D um, as one of the most accomplished and influential names in Impact Wrestling history. Uh, Raven wraps up his speech by, yeah, you know, and I have to say his speech was pretty. Um, I thought his speech was quite humorous. You could tell he was really nervous as well. Yeah. Um, so I like it when you know if people do show a little bit of nerves and stuff like that. You know, it just goes to show this sort of thing. It meant something to him, um, yes. which I think, which I think is great. Uh, and of course, I, you know, when he's asking the crowd to boo him and stuff, makes him feel. Uh, <laughs> Makes it feel a bit more easy. I thought it was quite funny. Um, but he wrapped up his speech and then hits Tommy Dreamer, you know, after a nice, you know, a nice man hug, hits his greatest rival with one more, even um, Evan Flow DDT, which I thought was. was uh, that made me laugh. I, that was brilliant. You couldn't, ask for, uh, couldn't yeah. ask for a better way to induct someone into the Hall of Fame than to hug it out and then just, like you said, we're going to do it one last time. <laughs> I thought the hug would that the hug would everyone thought the hug would just be it and then they'll go their separate ways. No, not with Raven. He's cheap. No, <laughs> and it the, was... the speech was fantastic. He, yeah. Like you, um, you could tell, he, you could tell he was nervous and you could tell he was uncomfortable with, with being the the face. As he said himself, you know, he was never comfortable being the fa- a face of, of anything. He always felt like he had to be the outside of the guy that was booed, the guy that you didn't you loved to not like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. He, the way he's he was constantly like taking jabs at other people and, and at himself throughout the entire speech, it, rem- it reminds you of something I do, to be honest, because I'm in the same boat. I don't like being in the, the face of everybody. It is it just uh, the nerves in that, it, it drives me fucking dull. That's why you're my you're my yin, you know, to my yang and all that crap. Well, what's Steve then? Uh, Steve, <laughs> Steve, Steve's Steve, just. 
He's a bit we, of both, isn't he, Steve? He's he's he's, he's a tweener. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the, I'm the one that I'm the go between. He's a tweener. Yeah. The fullback yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> you might be a three-man booth, but Joe, you, I'm definitely the heel, and you're definitely the face, and Steve's a tweener, definitely the tweener. But there you go. Um, so I think it was it was lovely, and uh, I, you know I think Raven is a fantastic addition to the Impact Hall of Fame, and uh, it was a great way to end the feud. Uh, of course, Raven winning the feud, uh, yes. which is good. I mean, like Tommy literally was laid out. I thought it was gold. I thought it was good. Yeah, it um, was, I was laughing. Like I said, like Dead Punk has said, I was laughing throughout this. This was fantastic. Yeah, it was good. It was great. Um, okay, so guys, that pretty much was the end of the countdown. I thought. I, you know, it was a great match and it was a lovely induction. Um, I, I loved it. I was hanging on every every word of Raven. The guy's an absolute legend. So um, I thought it was pretty awesome. And it was also, do you know what? The best thing, it was the fact that he was so humble. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, I thought that was that was lovely to see. Okay. So we then get to Bang for Glory. Uh, we open with a great video package as always. Uh, introduce pay-per-view. Impact always do a great job on these video packages. Um, I wish they would push them more on, you know, with online and TV advertising on other channels, you know, especially at show wrestling, you know, if, if they could just afford to slap those out, you know, a week or so before the pay-per-view on, you know, on USA or TNT or whatever, I think, I think they would, it would work. I think, you know, cause they're so good. Those packages are so good. Mm. Um, you know, but there you go. Not, not a lot. You know, we 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 could say stuff like this till we're blue in the face. They they've got to make that decision. That's up to them. Um, but okay, so we go into the opening match, and of course we go straight into the X Division title match: Mike Bailey versus Frankie Kazarian. Now, after what was one um, of the best matches of Mike Bailey's reign um, as X Division champ, Kaz finally defeated Speedball by forcing him to tap out to the chicken wing. Um, and obviously become the new X Division champion for the fifth time, um, which is great, which is great to see. Now, the thing is with this match is it had everything. It was what I would class as that is what it, it, it was basically what you would expect from a one-on-one X Division match. You know, yeah. you, you had a bit of everything because remember, guys, this is no limits wrestling. So it's high flying. It's, it, it's, you know, it's, it's mat wrestling. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's proper grappling. You know, you're going to get everything coming in on this match. It was, it was like uh, Paladin says, it was a clinic match. It was great. It was. Um, and there was no mistakes in this match. I thought it was just absolutely fantastic top to bottom. You got to see everything. Um, and it was good to see Frankie, Frankie Kazarian win. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a massive fan of Mike Bailey. Um, but I have been saying for a while that, that you know, Bailey needs a feud. We need to mm. see some personality from Bailey. I'm a character guy. Right, I yeah. want to see some personality from my from the talents. I could admire him in the ring, but in the moment, I'm not invested in him because I I I don't get his character. I just I'm not. I just you know I'm not into him yeah. as such because I, I I get nothing from him. Uh, Frankie Kazarian. I thought we were friends. I'm gonna be. I'm sorry, Mike. I am sorry. We are <laughs> friends, mate. But you know, at the end of the day, um, I just want a bit more character. You know, I want you to develop a bit more um, so I can proper invest in, in, in your matches in any reign that you have. But the matches have been great. You just need a feud, buddy. You just need a feud. So I'm happy for Kaz to win because there's two things that can come out of this. Um, we can have Kaz 
you know, have a, a, a shorter reign, which maybe then ends up with Mike coming in, but we get a bit of a feud thing going on with Kaz. Um, I mean, I know there was a, a quite a show of respect at the end when when Kaz with Kaz and Mike, but you know, even Kaz stated Mike Bailey's one hell of a wrestler, and he is. He is an amazing wrestler, but you know, I think maybe Kaz maybe Kaz is there to help him pull the other side out. I don't know with his experience. Maybe that's what we're going to see. We're going to see a feud with Frankie and Mike. I don't mm. know. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, like you said, this was a great match, and I think commentary did really well in um, in helping with this match, obviously saying how Kaz is the experienced one. And over those years, obviously, he's going <clears> to <throat> find it hard keeping up with Speedball, so he's, ha- he's going to make it more ground and pound, which obviously he did. Um, and that was obviously the story. You know, Kaz was trying to get him in the submissions and off and on the ground where Speedball can't fly. Um, and they complemented each other incredibly well um, for a great X Division match. Um, I will agree <coughs> with what um, it was, I think it was Barry said. Um, I was very surprised to see Bailey tap out. I thought it would have been more a case if he passed out. I thought that would have been a more um, way for Bailey to lose the title, but maybe they'll have a rematch, like you say, and instead of um, tapping, he'll then pass to kind of show, okay, I'm I'm strong enough to not tap this time. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's going to be, I think there'll definitely be another match, and I'm pretty sure oh, yeah. that it'll be Mike that takes it back. Mm. Um, you know, maybe we'll end up with sort of one of those best of three or something. Um, You know, maybe Kaz will win again and then it'll be that final match and Mike gets in there and and finally wins or something. I don't know. But I just know that there needs to be a feud. Um, And if there's anyone that he can learn how to kind of, you know, get a personality. Yeah. Get a character. Yeah. Frankie Kazarian Germain. And for all those that are saying, oh, you know, they lost to an AEW guy at the moment. I don't class Kaz as an AEW guy because he's never he's never on AEW. <laughs> yeah, you know he, he's he's just as much an Impact guy as an AEW talent because he's he's never over there. You know. Yeah, yeah. It... It's true. Like Dead Punk saying, you know, it must be nice to for Kaz to actually feel good about uh, yeah. about not not you know not having to deal with any bullshit over at AEW or literally yeah. just <laughs> sitting in sitting in catering. Um, you know, because they don't yeah. really, they've they not really done anything. With they've not been using him. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a great move, I think, to have him come over and do some good stuff with Impact. Um, and, and from what I've heard, he actually requested to come over. So this is not, this is not only, you know, like, this is not necessarily an Impact thing. This is him saying, look, come on, I, 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 need, I want, I want something to do. Yeah. And I want to go and, I want to go and help. I want to go and help I want Impact. to break free. Yeah. I so I, I, yeah, I think it's a cool thing uh, to do. Um, and as much as I think Tony is, you know, a petulant child most of the time, um, I think it's, you know, good of Tony to do it. You know, to do some, I'm not doing anything with you. Get over there and, you know, have some fun or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, the fact that Kaz obviously won the X Division title is interesting. He says on a, he said on a promo after that, you know, he was going to do some cool things with it or whatever um i'm sure it's going to turn up on AEW at some point um i would imagine he's going to go up against someone on AEW, um you know to sort of kind of showcase the x division belt or whatever but we'll, we'll just have to see how that one pans out but uh 
Either way, I think the X Division is being treated very, very well with Impact right now. Very well. Yes. Um, okay, so we then move on to the Mickey James versus Mia Yim, the last rodeo match. You know, is Mickey James going to lose to Mia Yim? Nah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this match started uh, by, um, you know, a show of both the ladies' technical ability as wrestlers, neither getting the upper hand initially. Mickey then um, injures her leg whilst executing a bulldog. Uh, Mia then, of course, sets to work on Mickey's leg. As you would expect, of course, as a good storytelling would uh, would tell you, um, after some fantastic offense and near falls from both ladies, Mickey finally hits Mia with the Mick DDT to get the win, um, and then of course, um, you know, the the last rodeo tour continues. Um, this was a great match. Um, I think one of the great things about this was the storytelling. As we said, you know, we get the injury to the leg. We're all like, Oh my God, is this a genuine injury? You know, nobody could tell whether it was genuine, uh, but Mia was going for it. I know that uh, you and I, Steve, were having a, a tech conversation. We're like, Oh my God, I don't know if she's actually hurt herself. And I'm like, well, the fact that Mia Yim is, you know, working the leg now would tell me this part of the, it's part of the story. Um, but you know, it was, uh, I thought it was a fantastic match. And again, you know, it was a testament to how good both these ladies are as professional wrestlers. Um, you know, they, they gave them a good 10, 15 minutes. I thought it was a great match. Um, mm. After the match, of course, uh, Mickey James and, and Mia Yim show each other uh, respect as they embrace in the middle of the ring, which is, again, um, fantastic. I think we'll start seeing that sort of stuff more as this last rodeo continues. Uh, we'll start seeing lots of these, you know, thank you, thank yous and all this kind of stuff. Because I'm, I'm assuming that's probably going to be the last time Mickey ever wrestles me again. Um, so, you know, you never know. But you never know. But I would imagine it probably is. Um, what were your thoughts on this one? I'm going to go with Steve on that. Um, yeah, like like we said, this was really well story driven, um, and it it helps a little bit more now. Obviously, we've heard what's happening with Mia, <clears throat> how she's gone, but coming out of this match, I was a little confused. How because we both said it when we were watching, didn't we? How Mia was showing that little bit more aggressiveness to her, and maybe that kind of heelish side, um, really going into the leg and really showing those kind of facial emotions. Um, you did wonder if we we're going to see a heel turn here and then at the end um, after Mickey gets the win they kind of like embrace and you felt that was a weird booking you know you've gone through all this kind of character work in this match and now it's kind of turned on ahead but obviously now we know why because it wasn't ever going to go anywhere but the, the match itself yeah you know you've you've got two two greats in there and they put on a clinic yeah, they did. I, I thought they were fantastic. I really did. I've, absolutely superb. Um, and what did you think, Joe, on this one? Hardcore country! Da, 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 da. That's dedicated to Courtney, that is. Da, yes. Da, da. yes. All for you, Courtney. Um, this, you, my lovely. This, and everybody else out there, he wants in a bit of hardcore country. Hardcore country! this this match was everything i expected it to be and more it was amazing i was blown away from by every match on the the car but this one was you know you knew mickey james and me and we're going to put on a hell of a match 
But my God, did they put on a hell of a match? This was just brilliant. I think I honestly seriously think Mickey James had had injured her leg, and it was like a legit injury throughout the entire match until near the end when she got up and got up on her feet, stood up, and she was walking fine. But the, it really carried the whole match. This, this, this injury it helped, it helped develop Mia Yim's um, shaft a lot more. What she could do, and the fact that she she, she um didn't go for the package power driver because if she did that would have probably knocked out Mickey James and, and then she, she would have had to win, win the match then yeah, and that would have yeah. been, been mm. it so um but um we got to see a hell of a hell of a uh, match from both of them I can only really repeat myself on that so many times it was so good yes it was a good match I, I really enjoyed it can I just say that was dedicated to Violet as well I don't want yeah Violet to I feel said- left out Let's just say the first one was for Courtney. The second one was for Violet. How about that? There you go. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a, um, yeah, it was a, it, it was a fantastic match. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, we then move on to the Knockouts Tag Team Title Match. So that's VXT. God, I I just need to stop drinking pop while I'm on the show because I always end up like. Oh, oh. Uh, but there you go. Because I'm sick! I am feeling quite sick right now. Uh, anyway, so we then get the knockout tag team top, which is VXT versus the newly named Death Dolls. Uh, and of course, they got a huge pop from the large Albany crowd. Both teams are looking sensational in their uh, fresh new BFG ring gear. Um, and then, of course, the match gets uh, gets going. Uh, we see some great offense from from both teams, um, and and neither team again really gets the upper hand. Uh, but both teams show some great double teamwork, um, and the chemistry between Jessica and Tyre is very clear to see. And of course, you know Rosemary wasn't sure whether Jessica was going to be ready, but clearly she was. Um, and in the end, of course, we had some great stuff coming from, obviously, uh, Chelsea Green and Diana Perrazzo as well, uh, who, are, who are a great tag team, without doubt. Um, but, of course, you know, in the end, uh, Valkyrie spears uh, Diana Perrazzo out of the ring. Jessica then follows up with a sick driver uh, to Green to score the pinfall victory. And I have to say the Death Dolls were sick. What are your thoughts on this one, guys? <laughs> it was incredible. It was really, really incredible. Um, I was re- really, really torn between who should win this match. Um, but, but um, seeing what's coming coming next after the post match promo between uh, Mickey James and Chelsea Green and Giselle Shaw, this is so we know where that's coming. That's being carried forward. Something's something's going to happen between them. And the stab, the, the speculation of Suyun coming back at Hard to Kill. That's added something else to, to it now more, but I wasn't disappointed that Vex lost. I was just I, I was wishing that they, they um, this match could have been booked later in the year, but but Bamford Glory can't go any later, or it'll be into Christmas. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. But um, um, Ch- Chelsea Green and Jana Frost put on a hell of a uh, uh, show against against um, Ty Valkyrie and Havoc and. All four, all four, all four competitors are former knockouts champions as well. So you got, you weren't going to expect a half-assed match from any of them. And, yeah, yeah. and this was just amazing. It was such a good match, and what one that I'm looking forward to watching again. I mean, um, sorry, can I just, I just want to address something in the in the chat from Mir there. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, he's basically saying, "What was the point in having Rosemary ringside? She didn't do anything." Well, the one, the, the what you have to remember is, is that um, VXT are the heels, okay, and Death Dolls are clearly the face. Yeah. Okay, so Rosemary's not going to be doing any heelish moves. No. Is she? She's just there to cheer her team on and support her team. That's why. Not, uh, so not that, every match needs interference. You know, that, no, that, I, and totally. Totally. Tati Valkyrie and have like I've said to, I've said to Rosemary to just sit there and let us let us do our thing as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Over the yeah. past couple of weeks, really. Mm. You know, yeah, after exactly. after they think they caught her with James Mitchell. That they, they put mm. her they put her in her place then. So and and again they did they did address that Mir where um, they they did say that Jessica when she was Havoc was champion they didn't just say Jessica did they No right. they didn't they said when she was mm. Havoc yeah now so... it's it's interesting because uh, obviously when I interviewed Jessica she talked about this Havoc person uh, mm. that she she has no recollection of even though you know she sort of kind of yes. understands that that it's well, well, why don't they her, call me Havoc but... <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, she has no recollection of Havoc. So, um, you know, so it's not, so it is the same person. Um, I'm just uh, answering somebody in the chat there. It is the same person. Uh, so, technically, yeah. Jessica has been champion prior so, as, but as Havoc. Um, it doesn't mean that she, she wasn't champion, it just means that she was a different character. Um, but there you go. I'm loving the Death Dolls. I'm going to say I like VXT. I think they're a great heel team. I wasn't expecting them to lose because they've not long since yes. won the title. And I think um, this hot potato thing. I'm not so keen on it. So I hope no. it doesn't hot potato back anytime soon. Um, mm. But Death Dolls, um, I think, are fantastic. I'm, I'm invested in this whole uh, this whole new faction. I love it. Um, so Rosemary did address that just because she's part of the Death Dolls doesn't mean that she's not part of Decay. She's still part of the Shadow. Um, this is just sort of kind of like an offshoot of that, I guess. Um, so I, I like it. I love the shirt. If you're into the Death Dolls, get on Impact uh, Shop Impact and buy those shirts. They're great. Uh, let's give these guys some support. I think the Jessica character is awesome. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of scope here for this. So uh, yeah, keep supporting the keep supporting these guys. They're great. Um, we then move on to the Impact World Tag Team Championship. So this is the interesting one, the controversial one: uh, the Kingdom versus Motor City Machine Guns. Now, as expected, we witnessed an absolute classic tag match from two of the best tag teams in the world today. No question. This was fast-paced, athletic, and full of great double-team moments from both teams. But, unfortunately, Maria accidentally took a boot from, of course, to the face from uh, her husband, Mike Bennett. Um, and then, of course, Tavern rolls up Saban to get the pin at the end. Um, the Kingdom end up to defeating the Mercy Machine Guns to retain. So, obviously, the guns putting over the Kingdom, which is great. Now, in brackets here from me... I find this very odd booking, a very odd outcome, based on what we then heard coming out of the TV tapings the following day. And again, this adds to what I think is impact thinking and assuming that these guys were going to sign. Because yes. a, at least a continuation. Because why would they not 
check why would they change a bit of tv taping when obviously the spoilers were going to get out the rumors were going to get out and all the rest of it when they could have done it live yeah it's, yeah. it's really it's really confusing, that doesn't make sense to me doesn't make sense to me at all no, uh, I, I, things like that have pissed me off since Brian Cage was world champion, and and he he he, 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 won, he retained it at Bam for Glory and lost to Sammy Callahan at, at the start of the Axis era. You know, you'd have thought that um, that was fine then, but you would have thought down the line they would they would have made you lose lose the belt at the, at the pay per view, rather than, than the night afterwards. <clears throat> yeah, no, no, exactly. It's just a it's a strange one. I mean, what do you think on this one, Steve? Yeah, like, I mean, flat out, this match it was my match of the night. Um, I thought it was a fantastic tag match, and I'm glad we got to see it. Um, and, yeah, coming out of it, you're like, well, that mean, that obviously means that we're seeing the kingdom stick around because there's no way, you know, they'd have dropped the titles otherwise. So it, yeah. does, make, it does make this news, like you say, even more baffling that, they had the guns lose, but if if they had to drop the titles, I'd rather they put someone else in there than the guns. It's it's a it's a really weird situation. Well, because I think that initially, I think they they were put in with the guns for the guns to put them over. Yes, yeah. which is yes. which is exactly what's been done. That's why they were put in there with the guns because they get a rub. Um, yes. you know, beating one of the best tag teams in the world, like ever, um, yeah. and. You know that's exactly why that's been done. So that's why I find it even more weird. And again, like Anna's like Anna's saying, you know, it, that's as long as the rumors are true. Mm. And again, we've not heard anything from Impact, and we've not heard anything from any of them to no. say that this is true. I know that you know a few things apparently happened at tapings, which makes everybody at the tapings believe that they're gone. Um, but you know, I, I just I don't know. I think we're just going to have to wait and see. If you take the news items all away, this was a fantastic match. Amazing. It was an amazing yeah. match. It was yeah. an amazing match. And do you know what? On any other given night, this could have been this would have been a, a match of the night contender. Mm. You know, for me. It would have been. Um I'm I'm saying I don't think it is um on this particular night. But I think on any other given night, this would have definitely have been in there as a match contender. Um mm. you I could I could I could potentially put it in there as a third possible match contender. Um, for me, it was probably the third best match of the night. Um, but if you know, I mean, if if you're a massive fan of 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 tag team wrestling, then you could say this was definitely a contender. Mm, Not yeah. for me personally, but um, I, th I think it could have been. And any other, like I say, any other given night, it would definitely have been a match contender. Match of the night contender without doubt. Um, you just happen to have two fantastic matches yeah. to finish the show it, off. It, we sort of, it, sort of dropped it down. I it's kind of like, can you top this? And every match said, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. It, that's, that's kind of how it went. Yeah. That's that's the most bittersweet thing about this match is it, it, it was my second favorite match of the night. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> Both teams were phenomenal. And, and um, all I can say uh, for my. my the only thing I didn't like was the ending. Was Mike um, Mike Bennett having to kick Maria in order, in order to get a, a cheap victory that way from a, a victory from a distraction by inadvertently kicking Maria's head off. Mm. But even yeah. 
even watching them joke about it on Twitter on um, Saturday morning, <laughs> my, my, that, that, that had me laughing. So I thought that was just an incident during the match. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but the, the match itself, the tag team wrestling was amazing. And we got to see how, um, when they were announcing themselves as the kingdom, I could see Honor No More breaking up at the end of Bound for Glory then. That that was um, clear cut, regardless of what was, regardless if they were staying or going. Honor No More was going to go its separate ways after Bound for Glory. And Motor City Machine Guns were the right team to put put OGK over. So if they if they are going from Impact Wrestling, they're going like I, I Jake something left. Jake something left, going look looking like an absolute badass and looking really much stronger than when he came in. And OGK yeah, are going yeah. out the same way. They've been put over by someone. <clears throat> win or lose in in in, in um, this case, and they look just they look just as good as everyone expects them to be. And I'm just um, I'm just not looking forward to seeing their last match, but I'm hoping that it's they'll uh, um, the rumors about them going to New Japan and then coming back will be is, is the scenario that we're looking at. Well, we, I, mean, I, I, I hope it's a short term break. We'll just have to wait to, and see to, to go elsewhere rather than. Dreading it that they go to or like AEW, the, or like I said, they didn't they didn't sign and they're waiting for they're waiting for a counter offer kind of thing. Mm. Um, there's, I mean, we're just gonna have to see. I mean, you know, I, I guess you just don't know. When, when you're when you're in a position to jockey him for for the best possible deal, um, you know, you, sometimes you have to play a bit hardball. And maybe that's <laughs> what they're doing. That's um, like you said earlier about the um, they're calling the, the bluff. Kill. Yeah, it's like you said earlier about the hard to kill. Um, um, banner as well, or if that gets changed, then you know something's. Then they, you know, they're probably not sticking around. Yeah, or something's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it doesn't, so, then keep a lookout for them. You know what? What I find, yeah, I just find it weird that mm. that for a team that they are not expecting to stay around, that they would be, in, you know, of, or uh, you know, a, a bunch of wrestlers that they're not ex- that they potentially weren't expecting to stay, they would put them in that vignette. Yeah. package promoting a pay-per-view in january yeah especially if like, you've why would you have them in of, that yeah if you've not why would you have them in that package? it's very weird yeah you know so i i just like i said the, the only thing i could i could put on there is that um it, they were expecting them to sign this at the weekend just gone that's the uh, and like I said, maybe all they're doing is they're, they're just trying to play a bit hardball to get a slightly better deal. Um, you know, who could blame them? At the end of the day, you know, as we've always said, uh, wrestling can potentially be a short-lived career. You know, it's yeah. the same as same as a profession. Any professional athlete, um, yeah. at the end of the day, um, is is potentially a short-lived career. You know, not everyone can be a pundit, not everyone can be a commentator, not everyone can be a producer or any, you know, or whatever, a trainer. Some people are just good at what they do, and that's it. And then once they're done, they're done. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so I think that uh, you know, at the end of the day, you, you want to get the best deal and earn the most money you possibly can uh, in 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 the time that you've got. So that, that's that's kind of how I feel about it. So I don't blame any of them playing hardball. I really don't. Uh, hopefully that's that's where we're at. Or they've just they have signed in this all load of crap. Um, we just have to wait and see. But anyway, guys, we then got the Call Your Shot gauntlet. Now this 
this is uh, going to take me a while, guys. So uh, we've got 20 competitors in there. We may have a, as I go through it, we may sort of kind of break a little bit and talk about a few things as we're going, all right? So basically, we've got a 20 competitors uh, by for perhaps the most sought-after opportunity of all professional wrestling, Corey Shot Cortler. They then get to obviously choose uh, any title they wish to go for at any time. So we'll see how it goes. So Eric Young, I didn't expect this, but Eric Young enters a gauntlet in uh, in you know in a disadvantageous position of number one. Um, so he'll start the match, and it turns out that his uh, his opponent was the was um, the man we all believe in, Joe Hendry. He came <laughs> when he came out. There was a massive pop. Yes. Um, his, you know, he got the. They were singing his theme tune. Uh, they were clapping. You know, um, it was. I think I. It was a great. I mean, Joe must have felt great as he came out. Let's put it that way. He, he must have. It's felt been a bangarama. Um, and I, I believe. Do you believe Joe? I believe in Joe Hendry. Do, do you believe Steve? Oh, I believe. Yeah, he's got such a cracking theme tune. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, he's got he's got it all. He really does. And yes. I mean, what a start, like you say, EY versus Joe Hendry. Book that match. It, it was great. It was great. Yeah. But I believe in Joe Hendry. <laughs> I'm up for that. I'm, I'm I'm up for it, mate. I, I Joe Hendry is amazing. You know, J Bone. If you're that. watching, that needs to be a soundbite. I want to. I want to swing my arms. I want to. I want to clap. I want to sing. I'm feeling motivated because that's what Joe Hendry's here to do. He's here to motivate us. I'm. 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 I'm for it, man. Joe Hendry is the. You guys swing. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so he's comp- He's actually competing for the first time in Impact since 2018. Uh, we then get to, uh, so we get some good stuff from him and uh, some great shows of strength actually from from mm. uh, Joe Hendry with uh, lifting Eric Young almost kind of like sort of kind of lifted him up, yeah. up and then boom see you later brother uh, that that was pretty cool and it, and I'll tell you what Joe is in the best shape of his life he looks yeah. amazing um, so we then uh, we then get um, Steve Macklin is a third entrant. Um, Hendry gets caught in in the sort of kind of crosshairs as Matling and and, and Young form a, a temporary alliance. Uh, Rich Swan is then out next as as he takes on Macklin and Young uh, with um, with a double sort of handspring cutter. As as usual, we get some fantastic uh, you know acrobatics uh, from Swan as he soars through the air. Uh, we get the uh, four fifty splashes. Hendry puts his power on display as PCO is next to enter the gauntlet. We get Savannah Evans enters next. Uh, PCO then delivers a leg drop uh, to the back of Hendry's head, which I have to say was, uh, it had me uh, like a cringe a little bit on that one. Uh, I thought uh, maybe Joe was going to be out then. Uh, But um, yeah, so that that was interesting. Um, then Evans squares off with PCO, which I thought was quite funny. Uh, yeah, that, that was that was pretty good. Uh, but then Macklin blindsides them both. Johnny Swinger is out next, uh, which was cool. He delivers a, an impressive power slam to Evans. Uh, Tasha Steeles <laughs> enters the match and teams up with her uh, longtime <laughs> ally, um, uh, Savannah Evans. 
we then get um, Killer Kelly enters. Um, Steals dumps both Kelly and Evans over the top uh, for a double elimination. That was interesting, the way that sort of kind of panned out. I don't think Savannah was particularly impressed with that. No, I wasn't either. impressed. I was annoyed. I, I was when Savannah Evans came out and she grabbed um, PCO by the throat. I could see her lifting him, up, lifting him, and choke slamming him over the ropes. That would have been hilarious. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would have been, uh, that's what I could see as soon as Savannah Evans come down. But but Tasha steals them and like that. That's just that's just mean. That's just nasty. well. I wasn't you know, expecting she, it, she, and I've got a funny feeling this could be where Savannah's like, "What the fuck?" You know. You know. Um, Tasha Seals has left, left her for dead against Killer Kelly at least twice. And and then she does this during, during the match for then team up and throw her out together. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So I think I think uh, we may see something coming out coming out from this one with Savannah Evans and uh, Tasha Steels possibly. Uh, you know, maybe maybe we could see her turn on Tasha this Thursday. You never know. Um, we'll we we'll talk about that a little bit see later. You, take care, Courtney. Take care. Thanks for joining us, lovely. Thank you. Um, so that that was that was an interesting one, that's for sure. Um, so where was I? Sorry, guys, I've got to catch up on my notes here. We keep coming away; it's a nightmare. Uh, so we get the double elimination. Uh, we then get um, former Call Your Shot winner um, Moose is out next as he makes two quick eliminations of Joe Hendry and PCO, um, which is interesting. He, he takes out the two big. The big men. We then get Sammy Callahan. Uh, is the next entrant, which is you know no surprise really. Moose and then Callahan. Yeah. Uh, Callahan hits a power bomb on Macklin, then faces off against uh, heated rival Moose. Knockouts veteran Taylor Wild is next to enter the match as she makes her long awaited impact return. That was a pop for me. I can tell you, I was so yes. pl- pleased to see her back. Um, Good job, Scott. Good job. Definitely good job, Scott. Uh, <laughs> we we we've been calling for Taylor to come back for quite some time now, haven't we, guys? So yeah, um, it's been, for me, it's been expected. It yeah, it was great. It was great to see her back. And uh, did I expect it in this call your shot? No, but it was it was great to see that. Uh, but she makes her long awaited return. Uh, Wild hits um, Swan with a hurricane runner. Uh, we then get Giselle <laughs> Shaw on, on out next. We get uh, Young's hooded followers uh, provided distraction from ringside. Now we've seen that happen a few times mm. now over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. We've had the uh, we've had the uh, violence. Yeah, I violence. I am violence. Violence. I am violence. Uh, so we, we've had a few of those guys coming out. Maybe I need to change my name now to I am violence uh, as I'm not <laughs> bison by design. Uh, but there you go. So we, we get that. I am bison. Coming out. Um, yeah, I am Bison. Oh yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know how do you form a B. Like, I am Bison. I don't know. Oh yeah. What, I, what? Is that the what? way around? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I love the old hand gestures. Um, yeah. I, I think it's just do this. To be honest. Yeah. Bison. The Bison <laughs> horns. Yeah. I don't know. Someone like that. Yeah, close. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, let's see some. Let's see if we can come up with something in the chat, guys. But anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, can, I, can see, I can see everyone just going. How about this one? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's straight Zach Bonifer's in there. Oh, 
Happy birthday, Zach Wonderfair, by the way. Yes, happy birthday, brother. Good to see you. Uh, anyway, so so that's that's all that's all uh, coming on well. So then we get the shocking return. Uh, Bully Ray makes a shocking return as an ex-entrant. Bully lifts a steel. Uh, lifts still above his head and tosses her over the top. Uh, speaking of hardcore legends, Tommy Dreamer is out next, followed by, of course, Rhino. Um, he's out next. There's a, a hardcore reunion between Bully Dina and Reno, uh, Rhino, and then, of course, <laughs> Swinger tries to get in on it, uh, but he, he gets eliminated, uh, eliminated for his trouble. Um, I love the, I love that whole that moment there. I mean, we had the EC dub. EC, I mean, yeah. yeah, this is the thing, right? That was the biggest pop of the bully raid coming out was the biggest pop of the night, right? With without any shadow of a doubt, when the whistle hit, bully raid comes out, the crowd went mental. Um, so that was the pop of the night for me, uh, in terms of you know, someone coming in a surprise and, and all that kind of stuff, incredible stuff, really good. Um, and then of course, the fun stuff in the middle, we get the easy dub chance. Uh, we get the three of them coming together, uh, regardless of what I want to see Tommy, Tommy dream in the ring ever again is, is, is tough, but it was cool to see these guys, you know, do the fist pump, then throw, throw, uh, throw swinger <laughs> over the rope, which is cool. Now uh, I believe, uh, swinger did, I think he was. I think they mentioned it on commentary as well. It's towards the end of uh, ECW. He, he was there for a cup of coffee. Um, I don't I think, think he was there, there for longer long. than people remember. Yeah, he, he, he was, was definitely there, for, there. He was there for like mm. six months, and and then then the whole company went went um, crashed and burned or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably Lovely. Swinger's fault. It's probably all Swinger's <laughs> fault. But uh, yeah, anyway. So uh, so that that was quite good. So he gets eliminated uh, eliminated by Dreamer and uh, Bully Ray. We then get Bapinda Gujar is the next entrant. Uh, Dina is eliminated. Uh, Dina is eliminated by Gujar, um, who uh, I'm losing my place again, guys. Good lord. Uh, is that yeah? Dina is eliminated as Gujar hits the uh, hits a pop up power slam on Swan. Heath is the next to enter Gauntlet as he delivers uh, a trio uh, to wake up calls to Moose, Young, and Swan. Heath reunited with his friend Rhino. We then get Bobby Fish is out next. Matt Cardona is the final competitor in the match, but takes his time entering. Um, Moose eliminates Rhino and Heath. That's an interesting one. Uh, Macklin then throws Moose over the top. Taylor Ward unites with Bully Ray to deliver a what's up. That was quite cool. Uh, Taylor jumping off the, you know, the what's up. That was cool. I, I enjoyed that. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, it's great that it was Taylor doing it as well. Right? Yeah. You know, two, yeah. Two TNA originals uh, getting together and uh, giving us a what's up. I loved it. Um, we Then uh, Cardona eliminates Wild uh, and Shaw. Um, Guja clotheslines Cardona over the top for an elimination. There you go. That's why we've got Cardona versus Guja this Thursday. So lots came out of this. Lots came out of this. Um, mm. the, you know, this is why I always say these things um, create feuds. That's what they're good for. Uh, but the truth is, you're nothing but a mid Cardona. <laughs> Cardona. <laughs> he, he sounds very Bristolian. Very Bristolian. <laughs> if you're English, you know what I'm talking about. He sounds like a pirate. 
Sounds like a pirate from Brazil. Uh, but uh, there you go. Um, so I thought that was good. Uh, Young takes Guja out of the match. Swan super kicks Young um, on the apron to send him toppling to the floor. We then get the final four are Macklin, Swan, Bully, and Fish. Macklin eliminates Swan with a running clothesline, which was pretty badass. Then tosses Fish over the top. Uh, the final two are Bully Ray and Steve Macklin, then face off. Right, so this, for me, is the defining moment, okay? You can literally get you literally get Macklin yeah. and uh, Bully Ray facing off in the ring, right? Foreshadowing, okay? Yeah. Storytelling, okay? You then get them, them guys facing off in the ring. Uh, the match will then obviously be decided by a pinfall or submission. Macklin hits um, an Olympic slam, which is pretty cool for a two on Bully. Manages to get, you know, manages to kick out of that one. Bully connects with a Bully Bomb to then win. So Bully Ray wins the Koi Shot Trophy. Um, and here we go. Why I think it was Macklin that's Bully pinned. Okay, so... The obvious winner in the call shot gauntlet is Steve Macklin, right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. assumes that the winner is going to be Steve Macklin. So it's never going to be Steve Macklin. The next best thing, right, is for the person that pins them, right, to be someone like Bully Ray, who is, you know, at the end of the day, a former world champion, two-time TNA world champion, as well as multiple tag champ, right? Mm. The dude is a badass, had an amazing, you know, final run to his career as champion with Impact Wrestling or with TNA at the time. Big name, big, big name, right? Whoever Bully puts over is getting a good rub, okay? But the foreshadowing is the two of them coming together in the ring, Facing off as the final two, right? Bully then pins him to win the call your shot. Which then actually, regardless of what Bully does later, has set the feud up. Yeah. I, I can see um long term, I, I I could see Bully Ray being the guy who takes the title from Josh Alexander and then Steve Macken takes the title from Bully Ray. Okay, that's, well this is that, this, that's like... where I see it going. That could that could be um, that could be one scenario. I think that's the unlikely scenario, but it could be a scenario. Okay, this is the start scenario I see. Now I'm not saying yours is wrong. Remember, no, no, all, I don't, we, I don't, we, I don't, we I'm not saying I'm right. But that's just we all like... have our opinion. We all have our opinions. Okay, um, okay. So Macklin, at the end of the day, is still not. Really, I mean, he's, he's he's had some fantastic matches. He's looking great. We've got Sammy. We've got Moose giving him some, yeah. you know, some beef, right? But he's still not necessarily been given that rub. He's still not necessarily been given that that. Okay, Macklin's the man, right? Yeah. He is the man, right? So we need somebody to put him over and give him the rub, and that is the match, and that is the feud which is going to come out of. Bang for glory, Bully Ray versus Steve Macklin, because Steve Macklin is not going to let that go. Yeah, or Steve Macklin will cost Bully Ray his, his, his shot when he calls it. 
and then and, we get then yeah. we get skewed and then we and then Macklin beats Bully to then set up Josh Alexander versus um, Steve Macklin at Hard to Kill. Yeah. Another, okay. thing, another thing commentary mentioned was the that Bully Ray every... match is if go on. So yeah, another thing that everyone in commentary has mentioned is that um, everyone who's won the Call Your Shot um, Gauntlet has, has cashed in and won. Mm. I'm, 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 when you were talking, I was thinking like, um, when, if Bully Ray calls a shot against Josh Alexander, which he's clearly going to do, Steve Mackin comes in and is the, makes Bully Ray the first person to fail to actually capture the, the title after calling his shots. And that creates the feud between Bully Ray and Steve Macken then, and then sets up Steve Macken next year for Josh Alexander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the thing. See, yeah, you know, there's so many people. I got, I can see people in chat. I would have put my money on Macklin winning the call shot. Oh yeah, we. I said I thought Macklin was going to walk out the winner. That's exactly. Yeah, but that's the, that's what exactly how they set it up. Yeah, it's exactly how they set it up because even when it came down to the last two, nobody thought Bully Ray was going to win. Everyone yeah. still thought Macklin was going to win. Macklin loses. Bully gets to call your shot. I don't even think Bully's going to face Joss Alexander. I, I don't think it's even going to get to that. And if he does, it will be a special not at hard to kill because that's yeah. Steve Macklin, right? I, I honestly think that, you know, Macklin's going to get a real cob on. We're going to get a serious, like, feud between Bully um, and Macklin. In fact, I think Macklin's going to get involved in this tag match that we've got coming up, um, which I think is next week. It's not this week, but there's a tag match between Tommy Dreamer, I think it yeah. is, or right, possibly, and, and uh, the, the Bullet Club. I think Macklin's going to get involved in that. And that'll start the feud. So we're going to get probably get a promo from Macklin saying, you know, bully way, whatever. He's off. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's pissed off. I'm coming for you and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, and then uh, that will then set up the feud. He'll probably come out, cost um, cost uh, the ECW originals the the the, the match against um, the Bullet Club, you know, Bay and Ace or whatever. Even though they could probably win that anyway, I would say Dreamer is going to take the pin on that one, um, because either way they, they need to make Bully look strong, uh, regardless, right? Because otherwise, if he if Bully then starts taking pins, he looks weak. So when you go when he goes up against Macklin, he's already taken some pins. So it's not like this. It's not you know you're not you're not going to go oh it's really hard for Macklin to win. You it needs to look like this is a real tough test for Steve Macklin. Um, you need to make it, sell it, as this is a massive test for Steve Macklin. You've never faced anyone like Bully Ray before. You know, he's a fucking badass. And, you know, it's going to take, it's going to take everything you've got, Steve Macklin, to put Bully down, right? That, that is exactly where I think this is going. I might be completely off base, all right? I might be completely off base, but I know that's how I book it. Yeah, uh, this is certainly better back than what I had. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I know that lots. Of I love this match. I know that everyone is like pissed. It you know that they, they, they put you know Bully Ray over over Macklin. It doesn't make Macklin look weak. No, it doesn't. Lightest. No. You know. You know. Just because you don't win a gauntlet match doesn't make you look weak. The guy was like in it for like. <clears throat> Like majority of the majority of the match, he gets down to the last two. He yeah. eliminates people. He looks strong. 
in this match. If, he looked great in this match. If anything, um, it makes it makes impact look weak because you've got. Um, I mean, I have no problem with Bully Ray coming back, and I have no problem with him being in the <clears> position <throat> he's in. It's yeah. just one of those things where you look at it and you like you've got all this talent: Moose, Macklin, Sammy Callahan, um, Eric Young, and you're having to bring in Bully Ray to challenge maybe yeah, Josh Alexander because none of them have been But that's been no built different up. to any other promotion. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, but... No, that's 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 no different to any other promotion. Any, like, you know, like AEW, why did they bring in CM Punk? Why did they bring in Chris Jericho? Why do they bring in any because, of these guys? Because he, that's that's what they do. Yeah. No, they do it. Be- <laughs> they do it because they've got star power, and they have got and they and they like like Bully Ray has got like six hundred thousand followers. Oh on, yeah, on on Facebook. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, on on social media, six hundred thousand followers. That's a shitload of people, right? Yeah. You know, um, you know, and and again, like I said, it's it's just it, it's a way of giving these guys the rub. Like it is, and, you, and bringing eyes to... to and bringing eyes to the product. It is. The pop, you have the to pop told you that. The pop yeah, told not, you that. I'm not saying that Bully Ray being where he is is not a good thing. It's just one of those things where a month ago you'd have looked and you'd have thought, well, who's ready to challenge Josh? I mean, maybe Macklin, but as you say, is he at that level yet? And realistically, Impact haven't done a good enough job at building up the top of the card. That's why they're having to bring in talent. I d- I don't. I mean, I don't agree with that. I, I in in a okay. sense, they haven't done a good enough job. I don't agree. With, I think they've done a great job with what they've got, right? And and let's face it, you know, if Moose is a former world champion and amazing, Sammy Callahan's a former world champion, and we know he's just fucking awesome, right? So, oh, yeah. you know, you you, you put him but in with those they, guys. Are they anywhere near going for the title? That's what I mean. In in what sense are those oh, guys right. going for the title? Well, yeah, because they're former champions. Yeah, and Moose just... literally just dropped it to Alexander. Yeah, um, but could you just like set something up like for I don't know Overdrive, and feel like it wasn't just botched together for the sake of having a match? That's what I mean. Well, um, I've never seen I've never seen Impact do that, so I'd be That's very what I mean. surprised. Yes, is, is I'd be very surprised. Quite... I'd be very surprised if they, like you say, don't work this really really well. Um, and, and and do this right. Um, again, you know, uh, I, bringing someone like Bully Ray in is is a great move, in my opinion. Um, I, I really do. And and you know, to to answer your point, um, hang on, what's this? Bison. I meant to say not bison. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know what no you're idea. saying here. Uh, oh, and your point is my point is what? Uh, my point is. At the end of the day, Bully Ray is brought in to put Macklin over, not Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander is over, right? I'm telling you now, I don't think oh, yeah. I'd be I I don't think Bully will face Josh Alexander. I think they set it up for you to think yeah. that that's where <laughs> it's going, right? Which is great storytelling. You know, you you, you know, but I think Steve Macklin's gonna get in the way, and I actually think we're gonna get um you know, a match of along the lines of, well, I'll tell you what, if you think you can beat me, bully, put your put your trophy up. Yeah. Or we could, you know, we could, we could get that lovely match. triple threat we always like to. Or we get mm. triple threats, or there's there's definitely going to be a way that that 
Macklin and Bully, um, or that Bully puts Macklin over. Yeah, I'm, I'm just convinced of it. I'm convinced of it. We'll have to wait and see and see where they go. I mean, we will. December's always <laughs> a bit. December's always a bit of a nothing month, isn't it? Because we only have like half the month of TV. Um, so they've kind of got November, a little bit of December, and then the beginning yeah. of January. See, there you go. Look, look, put what bonus babies just said. See, he's he gets it. He sees what I'm doing. He sees what I'm saying. He gets it. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. He's there exactly. to put Macklin exactly. over. He's yeah. there to give Macklin the rub. So, and I think it's a great move. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> We've got the backstage segment. We've got Eddie Edwards tells his wife, Alicia, that all of all this will end when he defeats Josh Alexander to become the Impact World Champion tonight. One of his daughters then asks the all-important question, but what if you don't win? For me, this is the significant question to the demise of honour no more. There's your foreshadowing right there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's uh, it. That is sorry, it. That, that is the setup of the demise. So the, I'm saying, so we had the backstage segment, Steve. We get yeah, Eddie Edwards oh, yeah. Yeah. talking to his wife, Alicia, um, about, you know, when it, this all ends tonight, when he defeats Josh he's going to become the Impact World Champion. Uh, and then his daughter asks the all-important question, but what if you lose, Daddy? Or mm. what if you don't win? For me, that's a significant question because so it kind of sets up because everyone thought right and this has been going on for months everyone thought that the story was was the honor more win it all mm. yeah right okay now i think this is where eddie questions it now he questions himself right and i think that's where this is going to lead he lost he did not win the world title he had his shot and he lost where does that leave him as a leader of Honor No More? Mm. It's going to be an interesting one because, I mean, are we going to see the, the Eddie Edwards of like back in, was it 2017, where he kind of goes through that change again? Yeah, well, after Moose and Sammy basically fried his brain. Mm. <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think I'll go, go that extreme. He's, he's, going to, he's going to be conflicted again for, yeah. for, for a while. And yeah. I, I think he'll still remain... A he- in a hero role for a, for a little while longer, but he's going to be very, very conflicted, and it might even go- <laughs> drip back down to him versus Sammy Callahan, and, and, and <laughs> so it's like Sammy Callahan will, might it would have <laughs> comment of the night there, Violet. <laughs> yeah, that? well, uh, Lishrep was 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 the one that would kill all of them more, and potentially. See, potentially, that is what she's done. If you think about it, you know, that's what the kid's done, potentially. Because she's saying, well, Daddy, what if you lose? Yeah. Have you seen that they post on on, um, Instagram, Melissa Edwards' daughter with the knockouts? Yeah, they were lovely. Very cute. They were so sweet, guys. I suggest you check that out. Lovely. Very cute. Very cute. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, But there you go. So, um, Hakeem, I, I appreciate what you're saying, buddy. But uh, if, if it goes the way I think it's going to go, then I think you're going to be very happy uh, with the storytelling there because it doesn't matter who wins the coolest shot, um, you know, as long as in the end the rub is on the right person. Um, 
which will hopefully be Macklin if this all goes the way I hope it does. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to look a right prick. But there you go. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to go that way. Okay, so then we get the what I'm what I'm going to say is one of the match of the night contenders, the Knockouts World Championship. Gord, Jordan, Gordon, Gordon Grace. Gordon, I mean, Gordon, Gordon, Gordon Jace. Uh, no, sorry, <laughs> Jordan Grace versus uh, Sasha Mashevich. No, I mean, sorry, Masha Slamovich. Um, anyway, uh, the bell rings. Um, I, I thought both of them, when they came out, looked absolutely badass. I loved the the white and silver look of uh, Jordan. I thought she looked fantastic. Um, and one of the, I think, is it the first time that we've seen her in a two-piece as opposed to a one? I think so. <laughs> That's a I think it is. She yeah. must be happy. She must be happy with her abs now. <laughs> That's for sure. She's got a tiny waist now. She used to be quite thick, didn't she? But she's gone right. Yeah. Her waist has yeah. gone right in. Uh, but she's just incredible. So toned, so muscular, amazing. Uh, anyway, the bell rings and the fight is on. Both competitors charge towards each other to unleash a flurry of strikes. Slamovich drops Grace on the top of her head and neck as she drives her into the hardest part of the ring. Grace attempts the Grace driver, but Slamovich quickly regains control with a double foot stomp. Slamovich cha- charges into the corner, uh, but Grace attempts the Grace driver, but uh, Slamovich quickly regains control with a double foot stomp. Slamovich charges into the corner, but Grace counters into a spine buster. Oh my God. Uh, to create some much-needed breathing room. Both knockouts are down following an in-sync spinning back fists. That was incredible. Grace hits back-to-the-back power slams, followed by a modified... Is this a Mishinoku driver? Mishinoku. Uh, That's it, for two. Uh, Slamovich spikes her with the uh, Canadian Destroyer. That was uh, brilliant. It was was so amazing. Yeah, but it's... It's not enough to keep Grace down because she is Jordan, thick mama pump badass Grace. Hits a delayed vertical suplex, then connects with a jackhammer for another close near fall. I mean, who fucking taps out with jackhammer for fuck's sake? Um, anyway, uh, Saravich locks in the choke, but Grace breaks free. Grace counters the snow snowplow into the Grace driver, but somehow, some way, Slamovich kicks out at two. Uh, Slamovich is a badass, that's for sure. Slamovich hits an air raid crash, followed by the snowplow, but Grace's foot is under the bottom rope to break the pin. What a bit of luck that was. That was such uh, a great moment of the match. That 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 had me fucking thinking, oh, fuck, and then the foot was on the rope. I was like, what's ref? We still fucking counting the foot's under the rope. I nearly jumped it up. Was and so, that was I so was... well executed. Yeah, um, absolutely brilliant. Uh, Grace then soars with a Grace driver off the top rope to win the match and Masha's undefeated streak. Gordon Grace defeats Masha to retain the Knockouts World Title. This match was incredible. Um, I, you know, just top to bottom, um, this was was so good. Um, I, I've watched it three times. It was that good. I have watched this match three times. Yeah. What are your thought? What are your thoughts on this match, Steve? Yeah, it, this this could very well have easily been the main event. <clears throat> um, started off a little slow, I think, and I think because I think the crowd were a little um, uh, worn out from the gauntlet. But halfway through, the crowd kicked in, um, and the match 
I think benefited from that crowd. Um, and it was booked perfectly. You know, you had yeah. Masha, who pretty much could have won this match had her ring awareness been better. So it's one of those where Jordan didn't beat Masha, kind of Masha beat herself in a way. Yes, because of her aggression. Mm, yeah. So, and yeah, like I said, because she I was think, so aggressive. Mm, yeah. And I, I, I'll di- yeah, just discount, I'll disagree with this. Like, you know, they put yeah, so Jordan I. over. <laughs> I mean, I think Jordan's 26, is she? And Masha's 24. You know, they're, yeah, they're near enough yeah. the same. So, but yeah, she's only. I, hold, I don't know what that even. That, that, sorry, Paladin, that comment is just bullshit sorry yeah um, but yeah she's she's only held the title since slammiversary you yeah. need to have a good run and i mean this is a this is masha's first shot so to lose at your first shot you know that's that's nothing you're always going to get another yeah 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 i mean slamovich at the end of the day you know she's she's fresh talent she's coming through she looks bloody badass just because she didn't win this time doesn't mean that she's yeah. not gonna you <laughs> know is gonna win it eventually um yeah. you know and, and to be fair look at the hard work jordan grace has been putting yeah. in she looks incredible she's ready she's a star she's just she is a star um and and she and we... holds herself amazing you know she's good on the mic you know, she's better than Slamovich on the mic. It's not so That's great. what I mean. We were talking about this the um, earlier about like how Slamovich, while she's great in the ring, we still and her character work out like behind the scenes and everything is good. We haven't seen that like championship cut a promo in the ring or anything from her yet. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. So you know, mm. everything with her has been kind of like she doesn't really say anything you know i mean like you know we we had the we had the contract signing you know and i know that's sort of kind of part of her um i think it's part of her appeal that the you know her that she doesn't say a lot yeah. she's sort of a, a, a lady of very few words um and you know like you know i think the most we've heard her say is basically mash is going to kill you in russian <laughs> Um, mm. and, and then followed by Mash is going to kill you. Uh, that, that's pretty much all we've heard. Um, and again, that line has come out from the fact that the fans started that. Yes. They started seeing her as like a Samoa Joe type character. You know what I mean? And 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 they started using Mash is going to kill you. And then they, they sort of kind of picked up on it. Um, sorry, Paladin, what are you saying? Grace uh, has had the belt before. Um, yeah, but that doesn't mean to say she can't have it again. Frankie Kazarian's had the X Division belt four times yeah. before. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's anyway, yeah. you know, as far as I'm concerned, Jordan couldn't carry it for a little while longer yet. Um, I, I don't want to see her lose it this year. Let's put it that no, way. She, she, she's going to hold on to that till Rebellion, maybe even Summerversary, maybe longer. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it no. wouldn't surprise me if she doesn't lose it until Bound for Glory next year. Yeah. Uh, she, she's, she's also, um, you know. But uh, um, what's this? Grace isn't always just a couple of months ago made those terrible comments on Twitter. Yeah, she did make some bad comments, you know, but she owned them. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. She then went and owned them. Uh, so, you know, but anyway, this title run, I think, is amazing. I'm, I'm a big, big fan of her. So um, I hope this, this lasts a little while. I think we've got some some more big matches to come from her. And you know, that's a good point. First title you know, run was during the pandemic when no one saw it. Yes, exactly. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right there. Definitely. Um, but um, yeah, there you go. Um, 
But it's great to see her now. And the crowd exploded uh, for this. It was an amazing match. Amazing match. Uh, Masha signed. She's going to be around for a while. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. I'd like to see Jordan versus Killer Kelly at some point. I think yeah. that's going to be it. That'll be a hell of a match as well. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, definitely, we'll see how it goes. Um, now, we then get the promo for Hard to Kill uh, Friday the 13th set for center stage atlanta um which was uh pretty cool you could hear a lot of sort of kind of like gasps and you know um you know lots of clapping and stuff from the audience which is cool so that was that was pretty cool to see i'm looking forward to that one um so then it's main event time impact world title match josh alexander versus eddie edwards um you know we've been waiting for this one i think this has been built extremely well over the past few months um and i'm, I'm really looking for well to be fair the story of this one's been coming on for for quite some time yeah. um so you know if you, if you want to talk about long-term storytelling uh this has been two years in the making yeah I mean, <laughs> and, 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 I mean the whole um the whole honor no more thing you know if you believe what eddie's saying that, that he got pissed off because he didn't get basically didn't get his rematch um you know uh, what they call it is no. They ultimately when you when you uh, lose a title, you automatically get a rematch, don't you, or something? He didn't get that. Is that right, or something like that? Or in yeah, fact, he didn't, he didn't trust him. They, they, they didn't trust. He didn't him get, to get to face the Kenny. Kenny. They yeah. didn't trust him to get the title from Kenny Omega, and, and they just <clears> that's went, right. They, went, they put Sammy Callahan over Eddie Edwards, despite Eddie Edwards being the face of the company, which which is what pissed him off. Yes, you know, exactly. But, yeah. And no, then, no, totally. That, I get, that, I get exactly that, that what you're saying. The beginning of everything. Yes, yeah. definitely. So, so basically, this has been a long time in the making. I think they've built it really well. I think it's been some good stuff over the past, certainly in the past couple of weeks. The Tom Hannafan interview of Josh Alexander was great. If you, if you didn't get to see that, um, it came out literally the week leading up to Bang for Glory. Go and check it out. It's on, uh, it's on YouTube. Really good, really good stuff. They do more of that kind of thing, um, but that was really, really good. Um, so the families of both the champions and challengers are sitting in the front row. Uh, Edwards gains the early advantages as he delivers uh, a running boot to Alexander, sending him into the sending him to the outside. Um, Edwards hits the slingshot crossbody to the floor, then hits a series of chops at the apron. Alexander hits his signature running crossbody, but Edwards comes back with a belly-to-belly -belly suplex moments later. That was really well executed. Um, Edwards dives through the ropes, colliding with Alexander on the outside. Edwards rips up uh, the protective floor mats. Uh, yeah, he should have done that. that. That doesn't pan out too well for you later, Eddie. Um, then spikes Alexander with a die-hard driver into the exposed hardwood. Amazing. Edwards Absolutely. rolls back um, in the ring with Alexander has enough uh, wherewithal to kick out for a two, a two. Um, Edwards hits the uh, the backpack stunner out of the corner, then transitions into a single leg Boston Crab. Alexander explodes with the Alabama slam into the corner, giving him an opportunity to grain his composure. Alexander hits a German suplex on the apron and keeps his hands clenched, uh, sorry, clasps as he delivers another one. Um, where did he deliver the next one? Wasn't that on the floor, I think? Uh, yeah, he's like th th three in the ring, it rolled outside, one on, one on the side of the, um, the mat, and then 
lifted him over and did a stalling German suplex onto the ramp. That's that right. Fucking brilliant. On the steel that ramp. That's right. On the ramp. That's right. That was amazing. That was like that would get guys like Kurt Angle jumping up and screaming. That was fucking brilliant. It was brilliant. Eddie was saying, "Oh fuck, oh. where am I still standing?" It's like, yeah, what the hell definitely. did I sign up for? <laughs> Back in the ring we get, and then Eddie Edwards connects with a thunderous blue thunderbomb for two. Alexander plants him with a Styles Clash. I love it when he does that. Then yeah. locks in the ankle lock. So we get a Styles Clash with a, so then followed by an ankle lock. Um, Edwards rolls through, uh, sends him flying to the outside. Edwards hits a superplex, but Alexander counters the follow-up into a C4 spike. Alexander has the match won, but Tavern... God damn it, the Melvin himself um, pulls the referee out of the ring. Then Tavern knocks him out. Kenny King blindsides Alexander with a low blow. Security removes on anymore from ringside. Thank God. A second referee makes his way to the ring. Edwards hits the Boston knee party, but Alexander survives as he kicks out uh, at two. Can I just say, the original referee for this was friend of the show, Daniel Spencer. And I have to say, he did an amazing job up to the point where he gets a yeah. low blow. Um, no, that's amazing. You know, main event in a bang for glory. Referee, come on, lad. Come on. Really good. Um, but yeah, I feel sorry for him when he gets low blow, though. That was nasty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing pleasant by getting punched in the balls. It really does hurt. Definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, Edwards then hits the Boston knee party, but Alexander survives as he kicks out at another two. Um, Edwards catches him with a midair knee strike, then hits the Tiger driver for yet another near fall. Both men exchange chops in the middle of the ring uh, with Edwards <laughs> gaining the upper hand. Edwards spits in the in it. Alexander's face. That was a bit gross. Uh, very Sammy Callahan, that was. Uh, yeah. But... That only fires that him off. up. Yeah, it pissed him <laughs> off. Alexander counters the Boston knee party with a C4 spike to win. Uh, Josh Alexander defeats Eddie Edwards to retain the Impact World title. Uh, now, again, this is a match of the night contender for me. I think, you know, this was almost a double main event for me. I yeah. thought both the knockouts and... Uh, you know, the Impact World title match was just outstanding. Um, and I, I have to say, I cannot give it to either of them. So I would, from my point of view, I'd like to say both those matches were a match of the night. So well done, guys. Uh, it, was, it was fantastic. Um, after the match, on and more, jump Alexander from behind, Rich Swan, and he's tried to make the save, but immediately fall victim to the numbers game. You can't beat the numbers game in, uh, in wrestling. Bully Ray's music hits. Boom! Uh, and just when it appears that he's going to call his shot for an Impact World title opportunity, just like last year, um, he joins forces with Alexander to take out Ono No More. Bully stares down Alexander and hands him the Impact World title as Bankful for Glory goes off the air. Um, as well as obviously having a few choice words as well. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, you know, for me, the ending is is the is the is the what do you want? I don't know. The the the, the I don't know. It's a cliffhanger. What, what do they call it? It's a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. But it's like it's almost like 
is is setting something up. It's setting you up to believe yeah. something's yeah. going. You know the way the way it's going to go. Um, and like I said, I think great storytelling is when you know it takes you by surprise, and actually what they've set up is not what what's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> so that's that's my thoughts on it. Um, I I think it was a fantastic pay per view. Um, some great surprises, some fantastic matches, incredible storytelling. Uh, my favorite pay per view of the year. That's that done. <laughs> That's bang for glory in a nutshell for me. What about you, boys? Um, yeah, like you say, it's it was a, a hell of a main event. Um, you knew what you you knew you were going to get a wrestling clinic from both Josh and Eddie because they always deliver. Um, and that added story, the commentary added in here really helped elevate the match um it got really brutal at a few a few points um which i think helped the match um and there was a few times in this where i thought maybe eddie's gonna do it uh which again is great um great storytelling in the match but josh coming out the victor is another notch in his belt and like you say bully coming out at the end it was a moment where I thought he was going to cash in and him and Josh were just going to pin OG, pin the kingdom for the tag titles. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, yeah, that's right. A, that would have been a fucking brilliant twist in the whole story. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. But overall, I think I'm going to give this pay-per-view 8.5 um, out of 10. That's what I'm going with. 8.5 out of 10. I think it still could have been a few things that were, were better. Um, but production was great. Um, I love the yes. new camera angles. Commentary was fantastic. Matches were, were top notch. Um, but like I said, there could have been... There's a few... I mean, potentially, you could say questionable booking. But I think clever booking. Um, so we'll we just have to wait and see. But, you know, it was one of those shows for me. It was three hours just went by like like mm. it was an hour. It went yeah. just... Yeah. The, the the way it flowed was fantastic. So the I loved it. Was, the flow was perfect. I, I sat I sat there and watched it end to end, almost um, it, um to just just literally just taking it in. And for, for yeah. me to to pick the, the match of the night for me was the knockout title match, and without a doubt that was just incredible. I, you know we expected a massive clinic from Josh Alexander and Eddie Edwards as well as Jordan Grace and Masha Samovich, but. The knockout was delivered on this night more more than than the main event did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think like, I think like <clears> most <throat> of the pay per views, this ranking, w- what we give, will go up or down depending over the next few weeks. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You might be right there. Definitely. But, um, then the, the the tag team match between the Motor City Machine Guns and OGK was amazing as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, mm, it, it was it was just amazing stuff all round. I think it was just a fantastic pay per view. Yeah. You just noticed there, Kevin um, Austrian's just come into the the chat there. Not seen Kevin before, but uh, he was at Going for Glory. So you lucky man, lucky guy, lucky guy. Lucky, uh, lucky but guy. Uh, and it says he said it was amazing. Um, it, so I can imagine it was. I would imagine that. I mean, the crowd were on fire. Um, but uh, there you go. Can I just mention uh, Hakim's just mentioning there? He's got a yeah. new article coming out. Ten wrestlers you've never thought would appear in Impact, but did. Uh, mm. So looking forward to that one. Looking forward to that yeah, one. Give him a read. Uh, make sure you go and check his art. Yeah, Hakim is a fantastic. Uh, he, he writes some fantastic articles. So make sure you go and check those out. Um, oh baby. We then uh, basically head into what we've got coming 
this week we've got the digital media exclusive match which is available now um i think you've got to be an ultimate insiders um and uh on youtube i think it's available on impact plus as well now um if you're if obviously you're a you're a subscriber but if you're not then it, i think it becomes available either saturday or, or sunday night maybe mm. so at the weekend anyway uh but it's trey miguel versus the rated kid versus Zane. uh sorry sorry let me get this right again this is it's a three six man tag match it's a six-man tag match. So it's Trey Miguel, Laredo Kid, Alex Zane versus Bullet Club, Ace Bay, and obviously Juice Robinson. Um, and it was filmed, I'm assuming, pre-Bang for Glory, pre-Countdown yeah. to Glory. Yeah, this, this was this yeah, this was the warm-up show before the before the um um countdown countdown. countdown like they did with the Les Shepherds and Ty Valkyrie at Victory Road. Yeah, it mm. is a fantastic I've, I've watched it. I watched it earlier. Um, this, I, I'm telling you now, um, this is worth a watch. So if, yes. you, if you've got YouTube Insiders or Impact Plus, go and check it out. Fantastic match. If not, it'll be available for free at the weekend. Um, yeah, go and check it out. Really, really good match. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I think Juice, um, you know, if you're fans of, of the Bullet Club, you're fans of Ace and Bay as a tag team, go and watch this match. Absolutely Definitely. fantastic. Fantastic match. Um, we then got BTI tomorrow night. So we got the Motor City Machine Guns versus Shira and Raj Singh. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure that's going to be another loss for Shira and Raj. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd be surprised if, uh, if if that's a win for them. Uh, but it should be a good match. And what I like about these BTI matches, regardless of whether you win or lose, you're going to get a good 10-15 minute match. Uh, so you know, like I say, Shira and Raj get a good show in. Um, it's, it's it's a chance for them to showcase, okay, how good are you as a tag team? Yeah. Yes, definitely. And I think we'll get some good stuff out of them. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a real... I'm, to be fair, Motor City Machine Guns, you know, every match I love, uh, I just want to watch them all night long. They're great. Yeah. So, um, you know, any match that they're involved in is going to be good. And it's going to be good. I love this match! It's going to be great to see them against um, Shira and Raj Singh as a team. Um, I mean, we're always saying we haven't got many tag teams. Well, actually, we've got quite a few. Um, you know, uh, we, you know, I mean, obviously, we haven't necessarily got teams uh, that are all capable of being top of the card. Um, I think we have in uh, in Bay and Ace. Um, mm. So we're, we're going to see how they progress those over the next few yeah, weeks. They're going to get um, I think you know. I think they're going to get a push. I think we may see them having a knockout. Uh, sorry, having a tag team title match at Hard to Kill, um, and who knows that that's when they could become tag champs and then make everybody happy because they've not been pushing the young guys. Um, so we'll we'll wait and see. I've so many people have got no patience, but there you go. Um, then we go into Impact. Um, of course, it's the fallout from BFG show. Uh, Josh Alexander is going to kick off the night. Obviously, he's going to come out and, you know, thank people. And I'm sure we're going to get some sort of showdown with Bully Ray. And who knows? Maybe that's when Macklin comes out and faces Bully Ray. Or I don't know. I'm sure we're going to get something. <laughs> it isn't just Josh uh, in the ring celebrating his victory or or you know whatever uh, i'm sure there's something going to happen there we've then got vxt and giselle shaw 
making a three versus the three death dolls. Um, mm. It doesn't state whether this is like a three, a three on three as such, you know, or it's actually it a tag three on three. I'm, not, I'm assuming it's a tag three on three, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but so I'm looking forward to this. Um, again, you're talking six fantastic wrestlers. Um, I'm st- I think Giselle Shaw's going to lose it for Vexed or something like that or whatever, and Death Dolls are obviously going to get the win. Uh, but maybe not. Maybe maybe Giselle Shaw's going to get the pin on Rosemary or something. Yeah, um, I, think, I think Rosemary's going get to get, take, take the fall on this, and it's going to then add to the instability between the Death Dolls and Rosemary. Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but we'll see. So I, I'm looking forward to this one. We then, obviously, as we know, we have Matt Cardona versus uh, Burpinda Gujar. Um, and, you know, this one was set up, as we were saying earlier, in the cool shot gauntlet. Yeah. Mm. So with with uh, Matt Cardona, yeah. um, you know, sending Gujar out. Or was it the and there's the history between Gujar and Myers as well. Of course, we've got that as well. So, yeah. um, Does it lead to someone team coming in with Gujar if Myers and Cardona get back together? Yeah, exactly. Major players, baby. Um, you never know. And again, you know, that's another thing. Now Matt's back, there's another potential tag team, the major yeah. players. So let's not get too despondent. All right. Um, you know, there could be, um, you know, that there, there's. There's, there's plenty of stuff to look forward to, I'm sure. Uh, so we've got that one. Um, we've then got the um, the no DQ match of Killer Kelly versus Tasha Steels. Um, again, you know this is revisiting you know the previous story that we already had be already had going on. Um, you know, again, this is what I was saying earlier. I think Savannah Evans is getting pissed off. Mm. Yeah. She seems to keep taking the fall. Tasha's taken her out. You know, he, she took her out with Killer Kelly. Is it now time that Killer Kelly, you know, you know, gets uh, Savannah to turn on Tasha, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. We do need yeah. to see them split, I think. Um, yeah. And yeah. Not, so not, not, big, not just for Tasha. Tasha. Not just for Tasha. No, I think, mainly, you know, I think we it's need mainly Savannah, Savannah to move on. Yeah, yeah, she needs to move on. Savannah. Yeah. yeah. She <clears throat> needs to move on. So they need to split them two up at some point. Maybe this is where it's going to happen. We've also got, which I think, you know, I don't know where this is going, which is these matches is going to be the main event, but I would imagine it could be this one. We've got the Trey Miguel versus Laredo Kid versus Alex Zane versus Kenny King uh, versus Yuya Uamora versus Black Taurus in an X Division six way matchup. Now, it doesn't look like. You know, it's not a number one contender match on the line or, you know, shot on the line or anything like that. We're just getting a badass match. Um, yeah. All the indication is that this is an incredible match. So I'm assuming this is going to headline. It's either going to, well, it's not going to open because Josh is obviously opening. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think Josh is going to open it up. I think this is going to close the show uh, in spectacular fashion. So, uh, mm. yeah, looking, looking forward to this. I think. We've got some, and again, you know, when you look at this, there is potential in there for feuds as well yes. being created in this six way, which I think is probably where it's going. Who do I see winning? I think Black Taurus or Kenny King. But there yeah. you go. Yeah, Who knows? Both. yeah, Black Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love that same point. <laughs> uh, but there you go. Uh, um, I, be, uh, Black Therese I, or Kenny King or Trey Miguel are going to win this one. And, and but, I, think, I, I think most likely it's going to be Trey Miguel and then maybe he's going to get a push on Jermanke Gazarian. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, I'd love can to I just see say Moreno quick, Kid get in there. You know, can I just say a quick bit. hello to Nitro Twenty Two? Yes, um, he's joined us live tonight. It looks like he says very rare that I get to listen to you live stream. Uh, just wants to say thank you uh, and keep up the good work. Oh, no thank, worries. Thank you, my yeah, friend. Thank you very nice. much. Um, please that you manage to uh, get to join us live. Uh, we, yes. we, we appreciate it. Don't forget to leave us any thoughts uh, on any of the stuff we've just been talking about uh, because uh, we're very interested in what you what you guys have to say. Um, so, Critical Sting, uh, so much for AAA and New Japan Pro Wrestling guys not being yeah. able to work together. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, all the, all the bullshit. All the bullshit. We don't yeah. believe any of that. So, uh, yeah, fantastic, absolutely uh, fantastic matchup. I think it's going to be an absolute cracker. Um, and I think Black Taurus has been getting a bit of a push lately. So I just, mm. I, know, I just, I've got this feeling he's gonna, he's gonna win. I've got a feeling he's gonna win. Yeah, I would uh, love to see Black Taurus versus Frankie Kazarian. That would be amazing. Yeah, I think he deserves, he deserves a, a crack at it. He's, yeah, he's damn good. Um, well, guys, that's just about it. Uh, well, that's all we got time for, really, this week, guys. Uh, but uh, don't forget to tune in to the TNI Impact Review Show tomorrow night, live on YouTube and Twitch, directly after Impact airs on Access TV, uh, Impact Plus, and, of course, YouTube Insiders. Please don't forget to head over to the TNI Patreon for exclusive extra content when you sign up and, of course, join our Discord, where we pretty much talk about everything Impact and all wrestling-related, as well as movies and other sports, etc. Um, all sorts of stuff gets talked about on there. And we get, uh, I think, obviously, Uncle Mark does quite a lot of stuff on there as well. So uh, yeah, definitely worth checking Discord. out. Yeah. He's pretty much lives in Discord. I think it's pretty yes. much his treehouse. Uh, but there you go. Also, all TNI shows are available uh, for all you listen on the go fans. There's audio only via SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Where can we find you on the socials, Joe? You can follow me on Twitter at JerichoEmptySpace. You can jump onto Facebook or Twitter and look for hashtag EmptySpace, hashtag Into the Void, or if you fancy to tickle your taste buds and your sense of humor, look for hashtag Daily Giggle. But approach with an open mind and you just might keep your sanity. Halloween coming up too, so prepare for a few gritty ones. A bit, <laughs> bit more darker, a bit more offensive from the darker side of the void. So... <laughs> what about you, Steve? Where where can we find you, bud? Um, you can find me over on the Twitter at simply Steve three one one for everything Impact Wrestling related. Have a head over there, give us a a look, um, keep an eye out for anything. So yep. Yeah. Twitter. Okay. Okay. If you're interested in finding out a little bit more about the Bison, I'm available on Twitter at Lord Bison Forty Five. I will repeat that at Lord Bison Forty Five. I'm getting very close, very close to uh, to, to to that two thousand follows now. So come on, guys, uh, get get me spread around. Help me get my two thousand follows. I'd appreciate that. That's, I mean, I'm getting close to getting a check mark. You know what I mean? I, I could be I could be fighting Brian Myers for that digital meter championship one day. You yeah. never know. I just need Hard a blue check mark. Hard to kill. Could I be am happening. the f***ing greatest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, guys, I just want to say a quick hello to Impact Wrestling Slam Zone. Uh, great to have you join us today, my friend. 
fantastic. Do I think eight and eights will come back since Bully Ray is back with impact? No, I don't. No, but sadly not. Never, no, yeah. no. I think, but I think we've had, I think we had our aces and ATs earlier in the year, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. If, if, if Dilo Brown so. was there and the Good Brothers were there, then I could I could see something happen. But other now, um, anyone else I could think would, that would have impact would have been Ace Austin, but he's in Bullet Club now. So who who they could bring in to to reform a new version of Aces and Eights is a bit up in the air. To be fair, the fact that we've got Bullet Club kind of makes Aces and Eights redundant, really. Yeah, yeah. that too as well. So yeah, I, I, you know. I I sadly don't see it happening. But if Dilo Brown was there, then they could have done something with it. But, you never but sadly, Steve O'Brien not being there, then... I don't think it will. I don't think it will. But no. it's a good question, so thanks for asking. Yeah. Uh, please take the time to help us out moving up the rankings on YouTube by giving us a thumbs up. And if you're new to us and uh, you like what you see, please consider hitting that subscribe button. And don't forget to give the bell a tickle, a squeeze, or even a smash to never miss any of the TNI UK US team's great impact-related <laughs> content coming out each and every week. Uh, don't forget, if you want to support TNI, head over to the Spreadshirt store. Um, or, of course, you've got the ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Total Nonstop Impact. Um, or why not leave us a super sticker? Um, you know, throw out the shows to show your appreciation. We will then play a soundbite to say thank you. I think I probably need to bring that at, uh, I should say that at the beginning, really, shouldn't I? But never mind. Um, I think maybe I should. I think I might add that yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, bring but it There in, you go. Yeah. But, guys, with all that said, I have been Bison, and they have been the Joker, and, of course, Simply Steve. And this has been episode 104 of Impacted. Take care, everyone. Take care, guys. Press the button, somebody. Press the button, somebody.